0: This is Duchess Willow of EbonyFemDomPhoneSex.com 1-800-601-6975 I'd like to wish everyone a happy leap year As I am recording this at late night on February 29th So, Black History Month lasted an extra day this year. I hope that you have all taken the initiative to learn and apply what you've learned about black women and black people. Black History Month lasts all year for me. And I'd like to share some things that I learned this month and a very special message for my fellow black sisters The lessons that black women learn from the world around us are often painful ones. We live in a world that is committed to misunderstanding us and also very comfortable in their privilege to misunderstand us. There's a hierarchy to privilege and I'm going to break that down for you on my post and on this podcast And then we'll get to the fun and sexy Ebony Femdom experience at the end. There is a lot to unpack, and I'm going to say some things that need to be said. I speak from my own experiences and the interactions that I've had from fellow black women that have experienced similar things. So with that said, here's a trigger warning to anyone listening. If anything I speak on is triggering to you or upsetting to you or it makes you uncomfortable, then please stop reading and go speak with a licensed and accredited therapist because I'm not a therapist. Thank you. Here's my message to black women everywhere. This is a message from the Ebony Femdom. It's a tough one. I'm going to ask us And when I say us, I mean black women. I'm going to ask us to let it go. I do not mean let go of our experiences and our history. That we always cherish and hold dear. I mean, stop taking everything personally that people do. Here's why we need to start doing that. Number one, it's essential for black women to heal. Our healing is a first priority now. We've been through a lot, many of us, and we cannot heal if we refuse to let go of the past and refuse to let go of things that people have done. I would like to give you something that I hope will open up your perspective and give you some comfort from the traumatic things that you may have dealt with or may be dealing with, Um, it's definitely helped me, this outlook. The people, this is number two, the people that are attacking us and behaving ill-mannered toward us, being toxic and traumatizing us are spiritually vibrating at a lower level. And they are of lower intelligence. There's a hierarchy to intelligence and you can always increase and improve your intelligence and your level of mind. There's not enough time for me to go into spirituality and my views on energy and vibrations right now because i'm talking specifically about things that are happening to black women things that i have experienced so maybe in another post i will go into black spirituality the third thing that i would like to tell you ladies black women your anger is valid Your anger is valid, and if you keep vibrating on that anger, it's going to make you sick. Hard truths are hard for a reason, and you are allowed to be angry. You do need to start, if you have not done so already, letting go. It's essential for your healing. If you want to heal, and I know many of us do want to heal from trauma and abuse and racism and discrimination and emotional labor, all of these are things that I'll be talking about on this podcast. You need to let go. Um, There's no other way for me to say that except to just be blunt. I would like to jump into privilege and cognitive dissonance because when I said that there's a hierarchy to privilege, the breakdown is simple. Please keep in mind that this breakdown, um, there's going to be a disconnect for you listening. If you're not black, you're you're not going to know what I'm referring to because you don't have that experience. Um, So you have that ignorance of not knowing because you're not black, plain and simple. You would only know if you, if you witnessed it or if you experienced it directly. There's a difference. There is a hierarchy. And the breakdown is, black men have more privilege than black women. They also have male privilege. Non-black people of color have more privilege than black men and women. White women have more privilege than black men and black women. White men have more privilege than white women, non-black people of color, and black men and black women. So that's the breakdown. And um, this is a subject that has been brought up before, male privilege. Um, I know some people like to behave as if it does not exist. It exists. Um, The fact that you are able to go throughout your day um, without experiencing some of the things that black men and uh, non-black people of color experience and black women experience is proof that it exists. So with that said about um, privilege, uh, it's important to note that this is slowly changing. As it changes, it's going to take certain groups out of their comfort zone of cognitive dissonant bliss. If you don't know what that means, we're going to go deeper into that. But a perfect example would be a person knowing that smoking is bad for them and they continue to smoke. There are people that know certain types of behavior are unacceptable and yet they still continue. That's cognitive dissonance. While it is changing and while there is so much happening in the world, black women still need the most healing. Black women in the U.S. especially. Um, I I can't speak to black women overseas. I can speak to racism in the U.S. Black women need a lot of healing. Um, There's a lot of deeply rooted uh, trauma and self-hatred and things that black women were taught that um, are not taught to white women or non-black women of color, um, they're taught to us, uh, internalized racism is taught to us, so we do need a lot of healing, we do need a lot of understanding, and. My reason for bringing this up is that it's time for us to start looking inward and to protect our energy and to have integrity and take care of our needs and for us to start demanding that those needs be met or closing off access to us for the people who refuse to respect our boundaries. Because a lot of times we do always, you know, black women have needs just like everybody else has needs. And oftentimes we're taught that our needs are uh, not a priority. And to put our needs behind us and put other people first and other things first and um, people disregard and disrespect our boundaries or we don't even know what our boundaries are so that we don't have boundaries. And that needs to change. When you start cutting people off, this is just a heads up, when you start cutting people off, men, women, whoever, you may notice the volume of the people that you're cutting off going up. That doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. It just means that you have been keeping people around you that are in less than alignment with your spirit. And you may notice that as you start loving yourself more and respecting yourself more and having firmer boundaries, you will start noticing things that you will reject emotionally spiritually and mentally and again I don't I don't really have time to go into the spiritual um and I don't think that a lot of you are ready for that conversation <laughs> um you you are not ready for for the conversation about spirituality um because that goes much much deeper than skin color it goes a lot deeper and um This is just to let you know that when you notice the volume of the people going up that you're cutting off, there's nothing wrong with you. It just means that you are waking up and you're coming into awareness of things that no longer serve you. And you also need to know that you're not responsible for other people's lack of understanding. My advice to you, is to continue to cut anybody off that, that is, is not in alignment with your spirit and to start grounding and start holding everyone around you accountable for their behavior. And also start holding yourself accountable for your own toxicity, your own projections, and any pain and anger and negativity. Because there is this stereotype of the angry black woman. And um, it's a stereotype that we're, we're always angry, we're always emotional, we're always loud. And we will always be too loud for a world that never intended to hear us. So it's okay to be angry. Just make your focus healing and make sure that you're checking your level of toxicity in regard to holding everyone accountable for their behavior including yourself if you ask someone let's you you set your boundaries you have a list i would suggest you start writing a list of your boundaries or list of the things that you need And once you're firm in what those things are, if you ask someone, if somebody is doing something that is triggering or toxic or uncomfortable to you, if you ask them to stop doing it, because that's the first thing you have to ask them to stop, you have to speak up for yourself and say, can you please stop doing that? If you ask them to stop, once you've asked them to stop, they continue to exhibit the same behavior even after discussion and they continue to display selective ignorance selective deafness selective illiteracy selective memory loss they're showing signs of being obtuse and hard of listening and understanding cut them off you don't have to hold nobody's hand and, and coddle them and say, look, I asked you to stop doing it. Please stop doing it. Could you please stop doing it? Like over and over and over again, cut them off. If you ask them once and they continue, then there needs to be repercussions. Like, okay, you, I can't have you around me anymore. And that's it. Just cut them off. Black women tend to be very uh, forgiving And letting people back into our spaces that we know are toxic. And it is because we are very caring. We are very deeply emotional, feeling, sensitive people. And we do, a lot of us firmly believe like, okay, well, this person's not a bad person. You know, let me give them another chance. Maybe, you know, maybe now it'll be different. And that's the biggest mistake that you can make when you are clearing your energy and when you're, um, clearing the level of, of toxicity in your life, the last and, and, and worst thing that you could do is let somebody back in that's toxic to you, that has been abusive to you, that has been traumatizing to you, cut them off and let them stay gone. That's, that's my advice to you. And sometimes it's the hardest thing, um, I'm guilty of it, too. Like, I've I've let people, men, back into my life. Like, okay, well, maybe, you know, I really like this guy. Maybe it'll be different. It wasn't. It, it didn't change. He ain't learned his lesson. He had to go. So I'm telling you, please, just, like, once you cut him off, let him stay gone. Cut, like, cut him off fully. This also goes for yourself, and for fellow sisters, fellow black women, i know that sometimes the hardest thing is is cutting people off that you care about and sometimes they are your own sisters that that you care about that you have to cut off because you've given people enough chances and i have discussed you can look it up on my on my podcast dusty girlfriends there are layers of of, upon layers of black women who do need healing and depending on their level of toxicity you can't have them around you you can love them you can you can assist them in in whatever way you can without harming yourself but there are certain people that you just can't have around you until they choose to take the steps to heal themselves and move forward and that means cutting people off that that you may love. You know, it it could be your mother, it could be your sister, it could be your friend that you went to school with. It could be your cousin, it could be your best friend. Um sometimes you have to let people go. And it is it's okay to be sad about it. It's okay to be upset about it, but you just got to you got to let people go you sometimes you have to leave people behind so I'm gonna say this to you black women and I'm gonna repeat it if I have to because this goes for you and everybody around you you are not responsible for someone else's healing education understanding or self-care those things are on an individual basis And if someone is triggering you or your mental health and you've asked them to stop, it's time for them to go. You have every right to cut people off. If they're hurt, and sometimes that happens, sometimes you cut people off and then they hurt about it. Sometimes you cut people off and they don't even give a fuck because they know that they were using you. But sometimes they're, they're offended that you close off access to yourself. And that's okay. Their feelings... Let me explain this to you, and and I'll say this again if I have to also. Their feelings, once they're cut off, are none of your business. They got to deal with their feelings. You have to deal with your own feelings. You're accountable for you. Your healing is your business. Their healing is their business. And I didn't put this in my blog, but I want to say this also to black women, especially Please do me a favor and stop getting so caught up in what's going on with other people. And I mean that from a place of healing and and your healing being your business. You can't help everybody. You may want to. You you may want to save the world. You know, sometimes I want to save the world, and I know that I can't. I know that there's people that I have to leave alone. So please know that sometimes there's people that you can't help and that's okay. And sometimes there's stuff that people are going through and you can't help them because it's not your fight. Leave it alone. Instead of like, like just stop getting so involved in other people's problems. Like you can still be supportive. You can, you know, be, be encouraging and reassuring where you're able to. Um, But just stop getting in everybody's business Because that's not your business Your business is your business The main thing that um, Really That that I learned big time This past couple of weeks Maybe the past couple of months even Is about Emotional labor and black women Black women, well, you know what, I I don't want to speak for all black women. Um, However, I could probably tell you that I'm not the only woman that attracts these type of people. Um, A lot of black women have a tendency to attract people that require a lot of emotional labor. Me, personally, for whatever reason it is I don't know if it's my energy I don't know if it's the way that I talk I don't know if it's my appear- like I, I don't know what it is I have a tendency to attract very clingy and needy people and I'm gonna go back to my disclaimer that I, I mentioned before if me talking about this is triggering anyone please stop reading and go seek counsel with a professional because I'm speaking about my experience and I cannot help you if you find me talking about this triggering. You need to go talk to somebody about that. So I have a tendency to attract very clingy, very needy people who require a lot of emotional, uh, emotional support, constant coddling, constant reassurance. A lot of like hard emotional labor. And it got to the point where I have to start checking it as soon as it happens. Like I can't really have whiny, needy, clingy people around me. Um, You know, if you're having a problem and I'm busy, you got to go talk to somebody else or deal with it. Um, In the past, I let it slide and I lost... So much time and so much energy Because I didn't say anything And it affects my energy levels And it drains It's very draining So um Personally I know that it's not just me But black women are more than any um, Other demographic That I've seen Expected to take care of everybody We are the mothers We are the matriarchs we are um the dominant women expected to take care of everybody um while neglecting our own needs and being silent because hey nobody wants to hear a black woman complain or speak out when something is wrong and um this is something that i've experienced firsthand and it's something that I know that other black women have experienced that, um, you know, there, there's there's many black women from uh, single parent households or or they're they're the, the, the head of a single parent household. Um, we don't have time to really get into that either. And, and my thoughts on that, um, there's a lot of history behind that especially for for black families there's a lot of history we don't have time to to get into all of that Um, and the reason uh, why black women are expected to do so much for so little and get so little in return Um, one of the things that I learned in in, um, regards to letting go of things and and letting go of energy is um i've met some ladies um you know that that work at uh ldw enchantrix and um we share the same views and um i have done training and seminars on new age spirituality And my teacher, my teacher, um, one of the things that she taught was being silent and refraining from reacting. And, you know, we, we got even more in depth than that. I'm not going to go into all the details while these teachings are true about, um, being silent, refraining from reacting, They are also rooted in privilege. White women and non-black women of color have the privilege, um, you know, and and white men and and uh, non-black men of color have the privilege of, you know, they can go sit on a mountain, if you will, and meditate if something is going wrong and choose not to respond black women cannot afford to be silent any longer if we're silent then black women will continue to be taken advantage of black women will continue to be harmed and attacked if we don't speak up and start calling out the perpetrators and um, One of the many things that I learned about my spirituality is that there's a time and place to basically speak the unspeakable, which means speaking up when something is wrong. And that possibly means it's going to blow up when you say something and you have to be prepared to stand your ground when the blow up occurs Because there will be times when you have to speak up and we can no longer say, well, you know, I'm afraid of speaking up because there's going to be backlash. Of course, there's going to be backlash. You're taking people's privilege away. You're taking people's comfort away by speaking up on what's happening. So, uh, of course, there's going to be Discomfort and there's going to be a big blow up, and people are going to be upset because you're talking about this, but it needs to be talked about. And the other party may not like what you have to say, but you got to speak your truth. If it causes a blow up or the person doesn't want to hear what you're saying, you need to be prepared for that and you need to be prepared to cut those people off and let them go. Another thing that uh, faces Another experience that a lot of black women face is um, being in toxic and unhealthy relationships with men. And uh, not even relationships happen. Sometimes it's just situationships where it's one-sided where you might catch feelings, but that other person doesn't even see you as their equal. And we stay with people because we care about them, because we love them, because we 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 want to be there for them. But are they there for us? Are they taking care of us? Do they love us? Um, and a lot of times, black women will stay with toxic, stay in toxic relationships because they think maybe maybe things will change. You know, well, I want to help them. Maybe if I help them, you know, it'll get better. I, you know, I can help them. You can't help them. It's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. Men who are emotionally and verbally abusive are just as harmful as men who physically abuse women. Emotional and verbal abuse and um, gaslighting is even more damaging I don't want to say even more damaging because physical abuse is also very damaging. It's damaging because it's invisible and you can develop whole disorders, whole disorders from emotional, mental, verbal abuse. So that's my warning to women. Listen, listen. If a motherfucker shows signs of being abusive If you see the signs Um That's that's cause for uh, immediate exit If they're emotionally draining If they are Ill behavior Gaslighting you Trying to downplay Concerns just, Just get the fuck out of there And if you're dealing with somebody online The block button is your friend Um cyber harassment is a thing and uh it's something that you can report. You can report someone who is threatening you or abusive to you or attacking you or stalking you. It's it's very real. There there's there's actual, you know, agencies that you can contact if someone is harassing you online. Um if it's happening in real life, uh plan your exit, find a, you know, find a safe space. If, if someone's being abusive towards you, um, don't be afraid to speak out and, and get help. And, uh, there are people that can help you get out of a situation safely. If, if you're afraid to speak out or if you're afraid to ask for help, there are things that, that, that you can do to get out of that situation. And, and there are people that can help you. So please, you know, don't don't be afraid to reach out for that help. I'm gonna post a link to uh, a thread on Twitter about emotional labor. The link will be on the blog ebonyfamdomfonsecahs dot com. Um, it's a link to uh, a thread about emotional labor and what emotional labor is. So I want to say this to black women because this happens to us the most. Um, If you're with a man who neglects his physical and mental health, is prone to acting out, having emotional meltdowns, guilt tripping you, manipulative behavior, just send his ass the fuck on. Please, just, just fucking send his ass the fuck on. If you call him on his behavior, And he makes excuses for it. Tell him that's a conversation that he needs to have with a licensed therapist. I'm not joking about the licensed therapist. When I tell people go talk to a therapist, I'm dead fucking, I'm dead ass. Dead serious. Please talk to a therapist. Please go talk to a doctor about your problems and stop putting that shit on on black women. It's it's not fair and it's not right And black women are not responsible For your mental health issues So Cut that shit out Tell him to go talk to a therapist And I mean if you're with a man that doesn't take his health seriously He don't even have a doctor You tell him to get a doctor He refuses to get a doctor Honey he belongs to the motherfucking streets Let him go You know Let let, let him go and you go focus on your healing. You're not responsible for anyone's mental or physical health. I'm going to say that two more times. You are not responsible for anyone else's mental and physical health. A little louder for the people in the back. You are not responsible for anyone else's mental and physical health. You are not a nurse. And even if you are like a profession, like registered nurse, I mean, in in your relationship, if they're not taking care of themselves, that's not your job. When you come home after twelve, fourteen hour shift at a hospital, or you know wherever you work, you're not responsible for somebody else's healing. Hold them accountable if they uh, refuse to respect your wishes. Give them their walking papers. And that's on period and that's on emotional labor and that's on accountability. The other thing that I want black women to start doing is first, if you don't know what your boundaries are, find out what your boundaries are, find out what your boundaries are and find out what you need and make a list, make a list of your boundaries, make a list of the things that you need in a relationship make a make a list of the things that you need from your partner start putting everything out on the table from jump a lot of men um will be very surprised if you put expectations on them from the beginning and make them adhere to your boundaries put all of that on the table if you don't know what you need make a list keep a journal figure out what your boundaries are, figure out like what you need from a partner and put that on the table. And more importantly, don't be afraid to ask for what you want. Don't be afraid to ask them if they're able and willing to accept your terms and accept your standards. There's no time left to be afraid to have standards. A lot of us, you know, we, we just accept, we, we've been taught, you know, you better take what you can get. And there's no more time for that. There's no more time for us to just be accepting crazy ass motherfucking toxic love. Toxic love is not love. So have standards, have boundaries, put those on the table. Be prepared to walk away from that table. Be prepared to walk away from that table if your needs are not met be prepared to walk away from that table and move on black women of queens it's about time that we started treating ourselves like queens we are deserving of love and respect that does not traumatize us We deserve love that nourishes us and uplifts us. And if more of us speak out and demand respect and treatment owed, that voice will be amplified. So if people want to be selectively deaf, they can be, but that voice will just get even louder. This one really, um, this one's personal. This, this, This next subject regarding, um, Black women has to deal with uh, online interaction, specifically um, on Second Life. If you're in the virtual world, you can do a search. I I don't know if it's going to be there for uh, longer than the month of February. If it is, just look up Black History Month exhibit. Um, You can find it in the search in World. I had an experience, not once, but, uh, actually had this experience a few times. Um, a couple of days ago I posted about, you know, the Black History Month exhibit on Flickr and I talked about appropriating black culture and black fishing and digital blackface and how it's disgusting and how it's disrespectful and how it's racist. I experienced something that was extremely triggering to me and I'm going to call a a spade a spade and um, anyone who has issues with that will have to deal on that on on an individual basis. Um, There's been uh, a few times when um, I either had someone attempting to Duchess Willow on Second Life, by the way, Also, Um, I had someone attempt to clone my avatar, someone who's not black. Black women are fetishized on S.L. probably even more than they are in real life or or maybe equally. I really don't know, Um, but it is something very triggering to me, is something that is very disrespectful. It disgusts me and it's racist. And um, I have had on more than one occasion somebody approach me asking for my shape or, or trying to copy my avatar or trying to find out where I got my skin from. And if you're not on Second Life, you're probably like, well, what the fuck is a big deal? You know, it's, it's just Second Life. Why why would that bother you? It bothers me because the people that are doing it are not black. The people that are doing this are guilty of fetishizing black women. And there's a there's a level I talked about co- cognitive dissonance again. Um, there's a level of cognitive dissonance with people on Second Life where they know what they're doing is is racist they know that it's harmful or they refuse to see how their behavior is harmful to black women and i'm very understanding on a lot of different subjects i know the reasons that a lot of people are on second life is because you know you you can do stuff on there that you some people cannot express themselves in the way that they would like to in real life. There, there are a lot of transgender people on SL for that reason. Um, so I'm very understanding of why someone would want to be on there. I'm very understanding of why people would want to interact on there. My hard limit is digital blackface is very triggering to me and it makes me very uncomfortable. And um, I had to ask someone on more than one occasion to stop doing that around me. And the second time that I had to bring it up, they got blocked. They were not happy about being blocked. If I got to tell you more than once, if I... (laughs) If I got to tell you more than once not to do something around me because it's triggering, because it, it it causes a very strong emotional response, the correct response is to stop doing the thing that I'm asking you to stop motherfucking doing. I can't be around people who are not black women, who insist upon making black female presenting avatars on SL and use the excuse that it's just a hobby. You know, they use the excuse, oh, I just like making make avatars. I just, you know, it's just a hobby for me. I'm gonna just put it out there. If if you are a, a person who's not black, more importantly, if you're a man on SL that spends 90% of his time on that game, you spend 90% of your time on a female presenting Avi, It's not a hobby for you. There's, there's something else going on. Please understand that I'm not referring to people who know themselves and are uh, secure in their sexuality and, and their gender. I'm talking about uh, something that I'm about to get into in a minute, but I want to talk about the whole, um, I make avatars or, you know, making black avatars because it's a hobby for them. I refuse to stay silent, uh, to make non-black people of color or people of no color comfortable. If you don't know what people of no color stands for, is P-O-N-C, that stands for people of no color, AKA white people. The main reason that a lot of people ignore racism in all its forms is because if they acknowledge the racism, they have to acknowledge their privilege. If they acknowledge their privilege, they have to come out of their comfort zone. And many people of no color and non-black people of color are unwilling to make that move. So I'm going to say this to the people that have made me uncomfortable making black avatars that know that they're not black making female black female presenting avatars knowing that they're not black my blackness and my culture is not a hobby my skin color is not a costume pardon my strong language here my motherfucking blackness is not a motherfucking hobby you don't have no business making black avatars if you're not black. You do not get to choose what you're offended by. You do not get to choose what you turn a blind eye to and then slap me in the face with fucking disrespect. I mentioned this before on Mistress Harper's show. Um, if you go to horror school, you can catch the episode that I, that I was a guest on. There is a disconnect with non-black people specifically people of no color, where they have not experienced the level of racism and hatred and abuse that black women are assaulted with on a regular basis. They fail to see how any of the aforementioned is a big deal. And I'm kind of tired of mouth breathers telling me what I'm allowed to be offended by or what I'm allowed to speak out on. If it affects me, if it affects other black women, whether it's virtual, whether it's in real life, I wouldn't accept people doing blackface in real life. Blackface is disgusting. It's racist. I'm going to call a spade a spade. Digital blackface is racist. And if you're upset that you're being called racist, then just stop doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're upset... That I am calling people that do digital blackface racist and blackfishing racist, then stop doing it. I have seen on more than one occasion uh, women, white women on Second Life with black avatars. How did I know that they were white women? One of the perpetrators is normally a fair skinned, blue eyed blonde. She went from being a fair-skinned, blue-eyed blonde to being about a shade darker than me, with brown eyes and kinky hair. We have a problem here. The other person, same thing. Blonde, white woman. All of a sudden, she's like five or six shades darker. Got it? Like this? This is a real thing that 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 people do. Like they wear. Blackness, like it's a costume. They create black av- avatars, like it's a, like you know, being black is a hobby for them. And um, I'm about done with the shit. I'm a, I'm 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 really about done with the bullshit. So that's why I'm speaking out on it. My blackness, the color of my skin, and my culture, is not a hobby, and it's not a costume your avatar, if you want to create whatever, that's fine. You could do what you want. Don't do that shit around me. Don't do, do not create a black avatar when you know that you're not black, when you know that you've never experienced what a black woman experienced, when you know that you have never experienced what black people experience. I'm not a hobby or a costume. I am not to be Appropriated. I am not for uh, consumption in that way. I use these terms a lot. Selective ignorance, selective illiteracy, selective deafness, selective memory loss. People behaving as if they're obtuse and hard of understanding why something is offensive or racist. If a black woman mentions if I if I mention to you that something bothers or offends me that means you stop doing it you say I'm sorry I'm sorry that I that I did something that offended you I understand that your culture is is not something that needs to be appropriated I understand that it was wrong of me to do that I will not do it again period you refrain from disrespecting me with excuses and mansplainations of what your experience has been. I don't care what your experience has been. If you're not a black woman, then you haven't experienced what I've experienced. And um, full stop. Stand down. You have no voice. I don't need you to speak for me. I don't need you to tell me what to be offended about. I don't need you to tell me what to be upset about. I don't need... Um, someone who isn't black speaking for me. I have a right to be angry, as do all black women, when people want to blackfish and pretend that you're a black woman. Because oh, well, black women are cute and pretty. Black women are attractive. Oh, I love your skin. I love dark skin. That's nice. That's real motherfucking nice. Bro- black women are beautiful. They're pretty. They're cute. We all so exclusive. What that means is black women's experiences are exclusively for us. You don't get to try that on and zip it up and walk around in it. And if you think you do, you're full of shit. If black women can't walk down the street or even exist without being harmed, then you're not allowed to facilitate any behavior that harms black women and fetishizing black women harms black women because it makes us subhuman and it makes us more vulnerable to people that wish to harm us. That includes pretending to be a black woman or pretending to be a black man. So my advice to black women is this. If you see something, say something. Um, If it bothers you, speak up. You don't have to stay silent. You see something's wrong. And by doing so, you're allowing these perpetrators to get away with things that they have no business doing. Um, So, you know, it's it's time for us to start speaking up. You know what I mean? And with that, we are going to jump into uh, men who target, fetishize, and have a parasitic attachment to black women toxic masculinity as it per- pertains directly to black women is v- is real i've blogged about it i've blogged about the need for diversity training um i am a femdom i do you know some uh what would be called reverse race play However, what I need people to understand is that reverse racism is not real and it doesn't exist. Um, I have talked about the real need for diversity training and education on issues that affect black women. I have noticed in, in addition to my attracting some very emotionally needy or unstable people. That there are unhealthy men that are toxic in a way that might be deceptive and traumatic and unnoticeable to the naked eye unless you're paying attention to the signs. So my next message for black women is uh, do not be bamboozled by unhealthy men who are looking for a mammy it's a very offensive word it's meant to be offensive it 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 caused me to do a lot of soul searching and to do some serious internal review the fact that men seek black women out when they want to be taken care of If the word mammy is offensive, like I said, it's it's meant to be offensive. It's how a lot of unhealthy men see us. And since I'm not anybody's mule, I'm not your mama, I'm not your teacher, I'm not your therapist, I will not take responsibility for men who won't even take responsibility for themselves. So with the blackfishing and men who target and fetishize black women, there is a lot of um, virtual gender bending on Second Life. While I don't care who is what, meaning I don't care what gender you identify as in the virtual world or in the real world, I I have... um, no issue with that. I do care when it pertains to more personal interactions. There's a lot of people in the virtual world who choose to portray a gender different from the one they are in real life. There's nothing wrong with this, as long as you're upfront with it. Um, Because there are people that do this and use it for deceptive purposes. So... An example would be men who identify as male in real life and have female presenting avatars and use them to get close to women and men who spend about 90% of their free time as a female presenting individual and target Heterosexual women as companions. Um, I, I don't. I don't even know how to explain that to anybody who's not in the virtual world. Um, there are men on SL that have approached me on female avatars and did not tell me that they were men until after they had introduced themselves as a woman. It has happened more than once. Um, I know a few men who have female presenting avatars and they put in their profile, this avatar is female, I am a man in real life. So I don't really care as long as you let people know, as long as you're not being deceptive. Um, There are people on SL that are deceptive uh, with their gender, pretending to be women, um, to get close to real women. And there's just not enough time for me to discuss how this could be traumatizing for women who are pursued by these men on female avatars. And uh anyone that's that's curious about virtual culture, I will tell you that it gets more and more strange. <laughs> uh the <laughs> the longer that you're on there, um, is kinda wild. I will say this three D online dating is a thing. Um it's similar to uh, long distance dating, you know, lo- long distance relationships and um, online dating. And there are a lot of people looking for companionship within virtual, and that's their choice. I just need men to be authentic. And have integrity when you're approaching a woman on a female avatar. If you approach me and you know that you're not a woman, but you look like one on SL, when you introduce yourself, you need to tell me that. Or it needs to be somewhere in your profile because I do read people's profiles. So if you introduce yourself, hey, you know, I I really wanted to talk to you and meet you and say hi. Um, You know, I'm so-and-so. Um, I am a man in real life. I just wanted to let you know that um I have female avatar. Or put put it in your profile so that I read your profile it says, Hey, you know, I'm I'm a man in real life. <laughs> just just let me know. Um a a little warning would be nice because um I can't even tell you how many times I've been approached by somebody that looked like a woman on virtual and then told me afterward, oh, by the way, I'm a man. And um, I'm gonna, like, like, you know, if, if anybody's wondering, well, didn't you know? Like, can't you tell? Um, Not right off the bat. Um, let me put it to you like this. Uh, there are some men who are very feminine in real life like they they identify as men in real life and uh, they're very feminine men they're very feminine and that comes across in their virtual persona if you will so to answer the question well didn't you know no I didn't know um, matter of fact the the few times that it happened, if they hadn't told me that they were a man in real life, I wouldn't have been able to tell because they acted uh very feminine. There's also men on uh female avatars that are very aggressive, and when they're aggressive, that's how I can tell that they're not women. Sometimes you can tell, not always. Um, men who are very feminine, um, it may not be apparent the first time you talk to them if they don't tell you, oh, by the way, I'm a man. Um, sometimes it's not apparent because they act like they, they do a real good acting job of, of acting like uh, women. So I have a message for men. I've mo- Most of my message is for black women, but I also have a message for men. Stop wasting women's time. If you know that you're being deceptive, if you know that you're doing what you're doing just to get close to women, if you feel the need to do this just to talk to a woman, just to get close to a woman, you probably need to see a doctor. Um, And please make sure that that before you approach these women that you're taking care of your emotional, mental, and uh, physical needs. And talking to a doctor. Just please stop traumatizing women by choosing to be selectively ignorant and concealing your intentions and concealing your needs and then dumping your issues on them. Targeting women to uh, latch on for your emotional needs without being forthcoming about those needs is predatory and it's toxic. Using deceptive tactics to get close to women that you know wouldn't talk to you otherwise is uh, toxic, trauma-inducing, and predatory. If you're confused about your sexuality or emotionally misguided, talk to a doctor. It's as simple as that. Um. This is wholly your responsibility as a man It is not a woman's responsibility To drag it out of you And to make sure that you're taking care of yourself Because you're dumping emotional labor onto a woman And you're forcing women's hands And um, this is a choice that you're making you are choosing to use these women and be deceptive and you can choose to do better you can choose to continue to be trash if you continue to be trash then i mean you're going to end up exactly where your behavior led you the worst part is that there's a chance that you will fail to get your needs met and The women that you are deceiving will be traumatized in the process. The other is you like get your needs met for a while until the woman realizes that you have no intention of meeting their needs. And this is all tied into what I said at the beginning of the post, my message for black women. These are issues that affect me. These are issues that affect my interactions with everyone around me. These are issues that affect other black women. I'm not the only black woman um, that has spoken out on some of the, like, bullshit on SL. Like, white men cloning black female avatars. I'm fucking dead at, like... Y'all probably listening to this like, she crazy. She don't know what she talking about. I'm dead at, I'm dead serious. I'm dead fucking serious. There are full grown white men that will clone women's, like black women's avatars. Um, some of them do it to white women too. Like what, you know, white appearing, whatever. But I'm dead serious. This is a thing that had like, it's, it's real. Um another thing that some men will do is date black women to get closer to them so that they can copy their avatar. Dudes on virtual be fucking weirdos, man. <laughs> I wrote that in my blog and it's just funny to read. Um they're not just predatory creepy, like like predator creepy. They just like needing psychological help. Headass ass motherfucking weirdos. The worst, the worst on on 3D is the gaslighting and and manipulation that goes on there, cause dudes will play games on there with your head, and then they'll tell you, "Oh no, that's not what I meant. You know that that's not what I'm doing. You're overreacting." Um, for this specific reason, I have chosen to. Keep my distance from men on s l um really from men in, in in general just just from my my experiences with them, I'm very very guarded um, but I've chosen specifically to stay away from any man who spends ninety plus percent of his time on a female presenting avi who is, um, I am referring to uh, men who are heterosexual men in real life that spend 90% of their time on a female abbey and who approach heterosexual women. Um, I'm not referring to anyone who is secure in their sexuality or non-binary and secure in who they are. I'm referring to what I will go ahead and say are men who are effeminate, sexually confused, unhealthy, conceal their issues, and force the hand and emotional labor of unsuspecting women and who refuse to get help. I don't know if it's because they're ashamed, I really don't care. Um, if you're ashamed, again, that's something you need to talk to your doctor about and stop exposing women to your fucking nonsense. These are things that happen. Um, these, these issues also happen in real life. Virtual culture. If you, if you think virtual culture is wild, at least on virtual, at least online, you have the option of blocking people and moving on online dating you know it it opens up a lot of cowardly behavior it doesn't stop it from happening in real life Um, I'm pretty sure that you have heard several real life examples of men using women that didn't really have no no intentions of uh, reciprocating those feelings with these women. They were they were just using them. Um, there's a lot of different reasons why men in real life will conceal things from women in an unhealthy manner and use them for. Um, emotional support, sexual, whatever, um, you're welcome to live your life however you want to live your life. Um, I practice non-judgment, so I don't care if you're gay or straight or bisexual or transgender or non-binary whatever you identify as that's none of my business Um, all that I ask is that no matter what your sexual orientation or identity um, is that you please be authentic with the people that you're exposing yourself to that's all that I ask Because in real life There are some situations That men will put women into That will have these women Questioning their fucking sanity Like what was I You know Like did did this dude ever love me Like why was he with me Men will get with women That they Don't necessarily like They might even hate them For Convenience it's very real. Um, and it's harder when you're dealing with somebody in real life, especially if you live with them. Um, at least online, you could just block people. But when you're living with somebody that's, that's fucked up, then you got to go through the whole process of, of uh, disentangling yourself from this motherfucker. Um, white men fetishize black women in real life on a regular basis. I've said this before, but there's men that either want to fuck black women or they want to be black women. I don't know how to make that make sense to y'all unless you've experienced it. I, I really don't even know how to explain that to you. All I could tell you is that it very much happens. And you can't possibly understand like how wild that is for somebody to experience somebody wanting to be them. And that's why it's a problem. The reason I'm sharing all of this is, um, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, black women need to start speaking up and, and using our voices. And I'm using mine and I'm sharing my experiences to save the pain and grief of not just black women but any woman that needs to hear this because there's men that target women regardless of their skin color um, for emotional labor and and toxic reasons so I want y'all to be aware of the low hanging fruit and uh, be aware of lower vibrational energy floating around and Um, I don't really have time to get into the the vibrational energy. Spiritual, it goes a lot deeper. And um, once you're aware of it, take steps to protect yourself. And take steps to make sure that you're not being equally toxic. Um, And this is why. Uh, So my summary for you ladies... Uh, black women, especially, is um, focus on your healing and be kind to yourself. Be aware of those who wish to rob your energy. Cut off who you need to cut off. Block who you need to block. I don't. I don't care who it is. If if you need to block somebody, you need to cut somebody off. Even if it's your own mama, cut them off. That might seem. Um uh, little harsh but let me tell you something um sometimes the most toxic people that you know are your family and black women you know this is true so if you got to cut your own mama off then do it (laughs) um I'm sometimes you got to go it alone in life it's very painful learning process I I would hope that that you don't have to do that Um, But if you need to, it's okay. It's okay to be angry and sad and speak your mind. Just please avoid dwelling, festering on that energy. Because if you dwell on the thing that made you angry, if you dwell on the thing that made you sad, if you dwell on the thing that was toxic, that's what you're going to vibrate on. That is what you're going to attract more of and it will make you sick Please hold people accountable. Hold yourself accountable and hold people around you accountable. Know yourself. Ask for what you need. Know what you need. Know what your boundaries are. And be prepared to walk away empty-handed and start over if you need to. Check yourself regularly. Find out where your mind is. I mean, you know, but find out how you live in your life. Do whatever you need to do. Speak up and use your voice. Uh black fishing and digital blackface is racist. It's just as racist as real life. Black and brown face. State your expectations of any man you interact with up front and hold men accountable. Um this goes for uh, women, too. If if you're uh, gay or lesbian, um, it doesn't matter who it is. If you're entering into a new relationship, put your cards on the table and be prepared to walk away if they are unwilling to provide that for you. Men are uh, 100% accountable for their behavior. Not you. Men. Men are accountable for their behavior and they're equally accountable for emotional labor. If a man refuses to take care of himself, if he refuses to respect your boundaries, let him go. Cut him off. And cut off anyone and anything that does not serve to heal, enrich and uplift your life. Beware the signs of toxic male inauthenticity. Um, if you need, I, I didn't really put any examples in there. But if you need examples of what toxic men will do to women, I can give you several. I can give you. I can give you several examples of. Toxic masculinity and the very many ways that it's invisible and it's emotional abuse. Please be aware of emotional abuse because um, emotional abuse and gaslighting is invisible abuse. and sometimes you're not even aware that it's happening until afterward. So uh, you know make, make make sure that your needs are met up front. Um, That's the best way to, to avoid situations like that is know what your boundaries are, know what you are willing to bring to the table, and know what you expect of your partner. I have expectations of anybody reading this blog, and I have expectations of my callers. If you're reading this and you know that there are things that struck a nerve here for you do better learn from this post and learn from your experience as, and read and research do what you need to do um, for black women heal please, please make healing your priority make it a priority take responsibility for your healing and for your space For my callers, I expect y'all to learn how to be respectful in approaching and interacting with black women. I expect you to ask questions and state exactly what you need and want. I'm pretty no nonsense, I'm a no nonsense type of chick. I'm not nearly as scary or intimidating if you're respectful. I like to have fun with my callers and I like to give my callers an experience that will hopefully grow into something meaningful and fruitful uh, for both of us. My expectations of non-black people of color and people of no color. I want you to approach everything that you're reading with maturity, with integrity and without crying and victimizing yourself and this this goes for black women too because um, I notice sometimes when people tell us there's a problem, we go into victim mode because we feel like we're being attacked Um, take the lesson take the lesson you know, um, and, and approach it with maturity when you do. Because I can see right through people victimizing themselves and don't attempt it with me because I I have zero tolerance for it. Um, if reading about for for the non black people of color that that have had similar but not the same experiences, if if reading about a black woman's experience is upsetting to you, if you're white or if you're a non-black person of color please I would urge you to ask me questions. Ask me a question instead of attempting to make everything about your own experience and make everything about you as a white woman or you as a you know, whatever your race is. If I tell you that this is something that I've experienced, then ask me questions about it and learn. Um, I mock people who don't read. I I straight up mock mock you if you don't read, by the way. Um if you come to me with some foolishness and I know that you haven't read um you you'll be quizzed on the material on my blog so make sure that you read cuz i will fucking mock you if you don't read I, I i'm dead ass about that i will mock you i will laugh at you i will fucking clown your ass if you don't read i'd like to take um this time to also tell you about an upcoming event that has to do with mental health. Since, since I have been talking about uh, toxic masculinity and women's healing and mental health and emotional health in general um, regardless of race, sexual orientation or gender, we do care about mental health at LDW. I know some of the other mistresses have, uh, on their own blogs, discussed the importance of taking care of your mental health. So, with that said, I would love for you to uh, join us March 4th, 7pm Eastern Time. March 4th is a Wednesday the special guest that we're having um remember how I kept telling y'all that if you're triggered or you have issues you need to talk to a therapist well you'll be able to talk to a therapist because um our special guest at this mental health event is Tamara Powell she'll be talking with us live um she is a licensed therapist And kink friendly She is a therapist to the kinksters um, And she knows her stuff So if you have questions about your fantasies And fetishes And your sexuality And what all of that might mean And your emotional state You can join us March 4th 7pm Eastern Eastern uh you can talk to a kink therapist there's also um i believe there's a link to her website and her uh like she has like a facebook page that you can contact her on um if you're interested in talking to a kink friendly therapist um so if you're a sex worker if you are in the ds community If you're transgender, if you're gay or lesbian, if you're bisexual, um, or if you're just, you know, if if you're confused about your sexuality. um, I didn't touch on this uh, earlier because my message is mainly for black women this time around. And and since Black History Month is now over, um, I, I wanted to send that message Uh, Because Black History Month, again, never ends for black women. It it never ends for black people. Black history is year-round. But I do want to say this. If you are confused about your sexuality, if you're confused about your gender, if you have... Questions about your sexuality If you have questions about being feminine or masculine Or what that means to you Or you don't really fully understand Why you feel the way you do These are all things that you could talk to a therapist about I mean, there's nothing wrong with being confused about your sexuality And there's also nothing wrong with asking questions about that And getting help for it and getting help and and guidance to find your way, so do that just please um to the man, stop traumatizing women because uh there's a lot of black women that want meaningful relationships, there's a lot of black women that want. Meaningful companionship and there are women who are interested in a man taking the masculine role and if you're unwilling to do that or if you're looking more for a dominant woman to take the role of the masculine then you need to start saying that up front as opposed to targeting women who have have no interest in being in a dominant role, um, and who are not attracted to feminine men, and I'm pretty sure that there's like women who are attracted to feminine men and and would love to nurture you. Just please stop traumatizing women by concealing exactly what it is that you need. And that's in that's in conclusion, and that's on period. Now for the sexy, ebony, femdom stuff. Because y'all got an education today, and I mean, you know, it's, it, it was one that was needed. So now that you've had your educational schooling, I require reimbursement. For the time and energy that I took to write this For the time and energy that it took me To record it and keep all of you informed I accept reimbursement and reparations In the form of ebony femdom phone sex calls Virtual sessions list gifts and tributes Tonight As we bring in March 2020 I'm interested in making you my bitch and hearing you moan I also require a foot massage and ass worship so get on it the number you dial is one eight hundred six zero one six nine seven five you ask for Duchess Willow I hope that you have enjoyed the podcast I hope that you've learned something. I hope that you come away from this as a better person. And also please um, focus on healing yourself and bettering yourself. And uh, stay blessed.